When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again, the O oh, the Pain podcast. Uh, it is Monday. I don't know what day it is. What is it? May 23rd. I guess that's what it is. May 23rd, 2022. And uh, the uh, Joe Beningo O oh, the Pain podcast, of course, is brought to you by Beach Camera, by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by KZ Sports Marketing, by Anita Discount Tire, by the great Blue Hill Golf Course in Pearl River, New York, and by the Sidebar in Hackensack, New Jersey. We're going to do actually two podcasts today because we got Tony Richardson coming up in a little while. We'll interview him. But so much to talk about over the weekend, so we're giving you an extra podcast. Uh, Great. If you are a Ranger fan, if you are a New York Met fan, you had a – you really got to be riding high uh, right now. I mean, the Rangers were down 2-0. The opening uh, first two games against Carolina, round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs – Scored only one goal in those two games. And uh, what a great bounce back win yesterday at the Garden. They beat Carolina 3-1, to one, get themselves right back in the series. Now trail just two games to one uh, in the best of seven. Uh, tremendous game. How good is Igor Shesterkin? I mean, he was off the charts yesterday. 43 saves in this game. He basically stood on his head. How many big saves did he make? You know, it's funny. The only goal he gave up, the Rangers are up 2-0 in the game. Goals by a power play goal by Mika Zibanejad. Uh, a goal by uh, Chris Kreider that put them ahead. That proved to be the game-winning goal. Gave them a 2-0 lead. And then the goal that the that Shesterka gave up was actually a, a soft goal. I don't know how he didn't stop it. It was kind of a weak shot by uh, Niederlander, or however you say his name, Niederreiter, uh, coming down on the right wing. Uh, he kind of just flipped it at the net, and, and Igor just missed it. It went in. That was the only goal he gave up. He was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he made some saves that were just, you know, you can't even describe how good they were. So he's been brilliant. He was brilliant yesterday. You got the bounce back effort from the big guys. You really needed the big guys to get it going. And one of the things that Gerard Gallant did in this game was mix up the lines early. He actually broke up the kid line. He had one of the kids on all top three lines. He had Heedle playing with Zibanejad and Kreider. And that really worked well for the Rangers. As I mentioned, Rangers got a power play goal from Zibanejad to give them that uh, 1-0 lead. And he felt pretty good there. And Kreider came back. He scored that top shelf uh, from the angle that made it a 2-0 game. And uh, the Rangers just, you know, they rode Shesterkin really after that. I mean, to me, that's really the story of the game. Big games from the, from the, the top guys, from Mika and Kreider, and then the outstanding play of Shostak in, in this hockey game. He was great. He really should have had a, a shutout, as I said, if not for that uh, uh, weak goal that he gave up. Uh, Mott, Tyler Mott, had the empty netter late in the game to seal the 3-1 victory for the Rangers. As I mentioned, 43 saves in this game for Shostak. And really, I give, give Gallant credit. He mixed up the lines a little bit early. Like I said, he broke up the kid line, which has really been their best line so far in the, in the first three games of this series. Um, you know, putting uh, different guys on each line. 
Heedel on the first line, Kako on the second line, Lafarniere on the third line, and it really paid off. And then late in the game, once the Rangers had the lead and they were kind of protecting that 2 nothing lead, a 2-1 lead as it was for a long time, yeah, then he went back to you know uh, playing it the straight way just basically for defensive purposes. But a terrific win. The Garden crowd is off the charts. You can't say enough about them. And, you know, and I'll tell you something else, too. <clears throat> you got you to gotta like what you hear from the coach because Gallant, here the Rangers are still down two games to one in this series, you know, have a must win. Let's be honest. They got to win Tuesday night at the Garden. You know, the Rangers cannot go back to Carolina down three games to one. You cannot, you know, you're not feeling good if that's the case. They have to get game four. They have to get this series tied. And the way you hear the coach talk, and you got to like this, you know, he's saying this is going to be a seven-game series. Basically said it yesterday. You know, we got seven games that we're going to play here. And I, I, I like that kind of I like that kind of confidence by my head coach. So they got to go out there and get it done here on uh, on Tuesday night. They got to get this series evened up. And how and how about how about the chippiness at the end of this game? Who was it? Ty Domi's kid, right? He basically, the game's over, the clock is run out, the Rangers win 3-1, and then Domi basically blindside attacks Ryan Lindgren. What, what was that? What the hell was that about? He, he kind of slashes him. Next thing you know, there's a fight going on on the ice. You know, these guys are going back and forth. I don't know if that you know, these penalties are going to carry over to game four. I don't know how that's going to work. But, I mean, what the hell is that? You know, you lost the game, and then Tony D'Angelo, who – you know, had a very tumultuous four years with the Rangers. And, you know, one of the reasons they let him go, he's a very good player. One of the reasons they let him go was just a, a little too much of a hothead type guy. You know, D'Angelo starts getting in a little bit of a shouting match with Gallant after the game. What is that all about? So I, I, I was a little pissed off by that. I'm sure if you're a Ranger fan, you were. You know, you pumped up and all of a sudden the game's over, you lost. I mean, I didn't see the Rangers after the two brutal losses they had in Carolina. You know, I didn't see the Rangers going out there, that, that horrible overtime loss in game one, and then the 2 nothing really was a one nothing game loss in game two. I didn't see any Rangers attacking anybody, you know? I didn't see anybody going after, right? You know, I didn't see Jacob Truba or uh, Adam Fox or, you know, Keandre Miller trying to jump any of the uh, 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 Carolina players after they lost the first two games in Carolina. So I don't know what the hell that was. That kind of bothered me, but... Um, Terrific win for the Rangers. Got to be pumped up. Got to feel pretty good. But, you know, again, it's, they're still down two games to one in this series. They're still not scoring a lot of goals. I mean, they did get the power play goal yesterday. Uh, did a great job on a penalty kill. Uh, 0 for 3 yesterday on the power play for Carolina. And that's really a problem for Carolina. I mean, I going back to the regular season, I think Carolina is only 9 for 92 on the power play, you know, over the last, you know, how many games that is. So, um, you know. That's been an issue for for the Hurricanes and the Rain and the Rangers did a good job killing off all the penalties yesterday. As I said, 0 for three on the penalty kill yesterday. They they get the power play goal by Mika. They need to get more in this series though from Panarin. You know, let's be honest about this. So Artemi Panarin, who may very well be their best all around player, he had what? How many? What he had? Seventy five assists. Whatever he had during the season, he had a tremendous year. He's been very quiet in the playoffs. Yeah, he had the game winner. He had the uh, overtime game winner in game seven against Pittsburgh. You know, outside of that, he's done very, very little. They need him to step up and play the way that, you know, that you would expect a guy like Panarin to play. 
but you got it out of Mika yesterday. You got it out of Kreider. Kreider had like, you know, 10 shots in this game. Uh, also, Kreider scoring his sixth goal of the playoffs. He now is second all-time to the great Rod Gilbert for most goals uh, as a Ranger in the playoffs. Gilbert has 34. Kreider now went uh, beyond. He was tied with Messier with 29. He now has 30. And who knows? I mean, if this goes a long run, and we all hope that it does for the Rangers, maybe Kreider might be uh, surpass Gilbert before all is said and done uh, in the playoffs this year. That would be pretty good, and that would also mean the Rangers are, you know, playing pretty deep into the playoffs. So, but um, uh, great game yesterday at the Garden. The crowd, of course, unbelievable, and uh, you gotta love, you know, after the game too. Chris Kreider is talking about the crowd. You, you gotta love the the reverence, and 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 I don't think there's any more passionate fan in New York than the Ranger fan. You know. They're pretty – these people are diehard to the core. No doubt about it. <clears throat> you know, maybe a lot of people are getting priced out of the building now. I don't know. But still, you know, still uh, great fans, maybe as good as New York fans as there is. And I thought they cried or really uh, summed it up, you know, uh, basically saying it's a, it's a privilege to play in front of these fans and to keep playing playoff games at the Garden. So really terrific win for the Rangers yesterday. They win it 3-1. to one. They're back in this series now, trailing Carolina two games to one. Uh, the winner of this series is probably playing the the Tampa Bay Lightning. How about them? They are now up 3-0. They beat up the uh, Panthers yesterday. You know, Panthers won the President's Cup. Big deal. Now they're sitting there down 3-0 to Tampa Bay with game four, of course, in Tampa. And there's a reason that Tampa's won two straight Stanley Cups. So uh, they're going to be sitting there waiting for whoever wins the Ranger Carolina series. There's no doubt about that. But in the conference finals, but big win for the Rangers yesterday. So you got to be very excited. And now a, another must win coming up Tuesday night at the garden as uh, the Rangers win it by a final score of three to one. Chesterkin, Zabanajad, and Kreider, the three big stars of this hockey game uh, yesterday afternoon. All right, Joe Beningo with you here on the Oda Payne podcast. Let me get some of my sponsors in here. I always like to start with the Hackensack Brewing Company. Uh, you got to love them. We've done three live podcasts uh, there so far. We're going to do probably one every month uh, coming into the football season. We're going to be doing football Fridays once a month. That should be a lot of fun. Check out the Brewing Company. Located uh, just 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack. Uh, check it out. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack right behind the tombstones. No tombstone for me there yet, but it's coming. Don't worry. Um, go see my good buddy, Mike Jones. Go see TJ, Herb, everybody there, Andre, everybody. What a great place. What a great venue. And as I said, we're going to be doing one a month now at the uh, Brewing Company live podcast. Uh, go check it out. Also, uh, Beach Camera, my good buddy, Isaac. Check Isaac out. want to thank him for all the uh, help he's given us. They're in business for over 30 years. They offer all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give Isaac a call. Beach camera, 732-993-6385. Stop in, 80 car to drive Edison. Let him save you some money. Uh, use the code Joe B for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more. Beachcamera.com. want to thank Isaac and everybody uh, over at Beach Camera. All right. How about the Mets? I mean, you're a Met fan right now. You, you're the, I, look, I understand Scherzer's hurt. Forget about the Grom. Wake me up when he pitches again. If I don't see him all year, I wouldn't be surprised. I forget about him. But the Mets continue to win. 28 and 15. Take two out of three over the weekend in Colorado. 
How about the fact the Mets have lost only one freaking series all year of <laughs> two of all teams at home to the Seattle Mariners where they lost two out of three. They do have that four games that they split with the Braves earlier at City Field. But the Mets, they have gone now 14 consecutive wins after a loss. The Mets have won 14 straight after a loss. They've lost only two games in a row once all year. Can you? That's unbelievable. <clears throat> unbelievable. 28 and 15, this team, they just find ways to win. You know, no matter what it, what it is. How about Taquan Walker yesterday? A brilliant seven shutout innings, three hit ball at Coors Field. Diaz comes in to, to save it when all is said and done at the end. Uh, all they needed was two runs yesterday. RBI single by Lindor after Nimmo hustled a single basically into a triple uh, by a, a, a booting the ball. The right fielder making a big error there to get Nimmo from first to third. He scores on the base hit by Lindor. Uh, they get it. They cash in another run on a ground out by Alonzo, who now has 37 RBIs on the year to lead the National League. Yeah, right now, you're a Met fan. You just you're pinching yourself. I mean, you're getting contributions from everybody. How about the play of Luis Guillaume? How about him? He played third yesterday. He looked like Brooks Robinson defensively. Made a couple terrific defensive plays. Had two more hits. He's batting like over 330 now. I mean, you're getting it from everywhere on this team. You really are. Nimmo's been terrific. By the way, they got to sign Nimmo. Nimmo's a free agent at the end of this year. They need to keep Nimmo on this team. He is an underrated, terrific player. He does everything. He hustles. Uh, you know, he hustled out of the box on that single to wind up on third base when all was said and done with the ball getting kicked around a little bit. He's been playing terrific outfield. We all know how he's an on-base machine. You know, the Mets got to get Nimmo signed. You can't let him get away. I mean, he's a he's a key part of this team. He's a homegrown Met. They clearly got to keep him. Uh, he's having a, a very, very good, quietly a very, very good year. Obviously, Alonzo with the 10 homers, 37 RBIs. He's batting 280, whatever he is hitting right now. Uh, he's been <clears throat> he's been very, very good. They got Marte back. He comes back after the bereavement list, hits that big home run in the first game of the doubleheader on uh, on Saturday. Uh, you know, uh, you you just got to you got to be thrilled. And I know guys like Lindor hasn't really hit yet, but you know what? They're winning. It's all about winning. Twenty eight and fifteen. I mean, what more can you say? You, you got to love it. You got to. You're, you're a Met fan. You you you're just Beside yourself with happiness, even with the injuries to Scherzer. Like I said, you can't even think about DeGrom being on a team. Wake me up when he's back. You know, I, I, write it down. I got even money or or uh, even uh, worse, you know, uh, like three to two that Scherzer comes back before DeGrom does. I, I'll be shocked if that's not the case. But a terrific effort by Walker yesterday. David Peterson is going to make the start tonight. Uh, as they go to San Francisco to play the very, very difficult San Francisco Giants. Remember when the Jets, the Jets, Freudian slip, the Jets should almost should only be as good as the Mets are right now. Um, when the Mets played the Giants earlier in the year in, in City, remember they took three out of four from them at City Field. So, um, yeah, everything hitting on all cylinders. Buck Showalter is doing a phenomenal job right now. This team's running the base as well. This team's playing outstanding defense. This team's getting the pitching. This team's getting the timely hitting when they need it. You know, they're driving in runs with uh, with uh, two outs. They're getting a lot of two-out base hits and runs. Uh, they're driving in guys from third base with less than two out. They've been scoring a lot in the first inning lately. They are doing everything 
that a winning baseball team does. So right now, and I'm sorry, I'm a little uh, a little hoarse today. I don't know why. Maybe yelling at the Rangers last night, yesterday. I could be it. But anyway, um, the Mets right now doing everything that a championship caliber team does. 28 and 15 on the year. They've lost only one series all year. 14 straight wins now after a loss. It's really mind-boggling. And as I said, David Peterson on the mound, and he will get the start in San Francisco against the Giants tonight. All right, Joe Beningo with the Oda Payne podcast. We'll get to the Yankees. Who? How about the Yankees losing a doubleheader to the White Sox yesterday? What? They scored one run in two games. Was that right? Did I get? Was that a misprint I saw yesterday? I don't know. What's what's that all about? Anyway, let's get a couple more of our sponsors in here. Uh, let's talk about the. Uh, the Sidebar, the Sidebar in Hackensack, New Jersey, 45 Main Street. Go check them out. Uh, speakeasy type type atmosphere, great food. You want to have a pop? Uh, it's right in the shadow of the courthouse in Hackensack. The Courthouse Rotunda in Hackensack, New Jersey. Oh, boy. As the, the immortal words of Billy Joel, who needs a house out in Hackensack? Is that all you get for your money? With that said, go check out. Go check out the Sidebar. In Hackensack, go check them out. You can get a lamb burger there. Terrific food. They got a great chef. Uh, all of that. So go check it out. 45 Main Street, Hackensack, New Jersey. The sidebar. Go see Chef Danny and the whole deal at the sidebar in Hackensack. And, of course, uh, Anita Tire. Uh, you know the deal with Anita Tire. Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. Go see my son Johnny. Go see Ari. Could be playing golf with Harry Thursday. This should be an event. This should be. He doesn't know yet. I got to call him, but I got a tee time for him. I'm actually, Terry and I are actually playing golf on Thursday. Soldier Hill, all right, in Emerson, New Jersey, with Harry and Mike Jones from the Hackensack Brewing Company. I mean, it should be something, huh? Me, Terry, Jones, and, and Harry. Wow. What an adventure that will be. So that's coming up, 1030 tee time. On Thursday, but go go check out the uh, uh, Anita Tire, Anita Discount Tire. Go see Johnny. Go see Ari. We're going to be doing a live podcast from the tires sometime in June. I'll give you the exact date, but that's going to be coming up on a Saturday afternoon. We'll be doing it, and hopefully we get a nice weather Saturday, and we'll have some surprises there for you. But uh, if you need anything, you need tires, you need work done on your car, go see Johnny. Go see Ari. Uh, a needed discount tire, Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue in Rivervale. All right. Beningo with the Oda Payne podcast. Don't, don't forget, later on this morning, we'll be interviewing the former Jet, the former Chief, the former Viking. Uh, he actually was drafted by the Cowboys, 17-year NFL veteran. Had some big years with the Jets under Rex Ryan. And that'll be Tony Richardson. Uh, he'll be coming up and joining us uh, later on in the morning. But uh, right now, the Yankees lose a doubleheader to the White Sox? Is that right? Are you kidding me? They scored one run in two games. Just an Aaron Judge solo home run. The only run uh, scored yesterday by the uh, Yankees. Yankees still at 29-12. and Araldis Chapman, Chapman gave up the uh, go-ahead home run in the ninth inning in game one to uh, A.J. Pollock. But the Yankees still sitting there at 29-12. and Now, all Yankee fans will be freaking out. All Yankee fans will be panicking. All Yankee fans will be saying the season's over. They lose two. They lose a, a sweep to the White Sox. How is that possible? Uh, oh my God, the end is coming. Chapman stinks. Gallo's on the 
on the COVID list. I can't believe there still is a COVID list, but he's on it. Uh, nevertheless, uh, you had that whole brouhaha with Donaldson and Tim Anderson the day before and all of that. I don't want to get into all of that, but, you know, it is what it is. Donaldson's an ass. He's always been. So we'll leave it at that. But uh, nevertheless, the Yankees play. The, the Yankees, though, you lose a doubleheader to the White Sox. And what better way for you to get right again? Here come the Baltimore Orioles to Yankee Stadium. Boy, what an you know, it's like getting up, it's like taking an Advil when I got pain. You know, give me a couple Advil, and here come the Orioles, like Advil. Maybe they should call them the Baltimore Advils. Maybe they should. <laughs> anyway, even though they beat the Yankees, the last game they played them last week at Camden Yards, they come in three game set. Yankees should write the ship against them. So still sitting there nicely in the American League East at 29 and 12, in spite of the uh, double-headed sweep at the hands of the Chicago White Sox yesterday. All right. Joe Beningo with the Ode to Pain podcast. Now, when you're talking about pain, right now, I can't believe there's anybody in the in the world right now. I'll say anybody in the world, outside of maybe most of the people in the United States with Joe Biden being president. That's another story. But right now, a guy who probably has a, as much pain as anybody has got to be Mito Pereira, uh, who yesterday had a one-shot lead going to the final hole, the 72nd hole uh, at the PGA Championship, Southern Hills in Tulsa. He had a one-shot lead over Will Zalatoris and Justin Thomas. Thomas already in the clubhouse. Zalatoris was a hole ahead of him on the uh, – on the 18th hole, made a terrific, about a 15-foot putt to save par and get into the playoff, as it turned out, against Thomas. But Pereira has a one-shot lead going to the um, to the 72nd hole, the 18th hole at Southern Hills. And then, instead of hitting a, a, a fairway medal, a three-wood, whatever, to kind of lay up on 18, he decides to hit a driver, a terrible swing. Now, he said this is the swing he wanted. But it was a terrible swing. He hits the ball into the creek on 18. When all is said and done, all he needs is a bogey, by the way, to get into this playoff now. Remember, he, if he would have just parred the hole, he would have won. He wins the, the PGA outright. Now, he needs a. if he gets a bogey, he at least gets into, into the playoff with Thomas and Zalatoris. He winds up double bogeying the 18th hole, and he blows the PGA. I mean, how... If you are Mito Pereira, of course, he's from Chile. If you are Mito Pereira today, you know, he said all the right things after the, after it was over, but you got to be kicking yourself today, you know. I mean, he may never get another chance again. Sitting there, you know, one hole to go with a one-shot lead to win a major, and he basically craps out on the 72nd hole. What a disaster. It forces a two-man playoff between Will Zalatoris and Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, who'd won the PGA a few years ago. Zalatoris, uh, you know, trying to win his first ever major. And it's a three-hole playoff. And uh, JT winds up winning it. He birdies the first two-hole. He he and Zalatoris both birdie the first hole. I think they played 13, 17, and 18. They both birdie uh, 13. Thomas birdies 17. Zalatoris pars it. So now... Uh, JT needs a, a par. Zalatoris needs a birdie to force continue to play off going. Uh, JT winds up, uh, Zalatoris does not get the birdie, winds up parring 18. JT pars it as well, and he wins it by a shot. So Justin Thomas, his second career PGA win, 
winning that playoff over Will Zalatoris, uh, and just a, a you really got to feel bad for Mito Pereira, who really this was his uh, this was his uh, PGA to win. Remember on Saturday, at one point he had a four shot lead. He came back to the pack, then wound up uh, getting the lead back up to three going into the final round. He was nine under par, had a three shot lead going into the final round, has the one shot lead going into the final hole, and uh, winds up not winning. I had a terrible PGA. I had Scotty Scheffler. How about Scotty Scheffler not even making the cut? Six over par after the first two rounds. What the hell happened to him? I'm watching him on Thursday. He was two under par, playing pretty well. He had a big eagle on the fifth hole. Two under par, playing pretty well. I'm feeling good. He's got about a three or four foot par putt. He misses the putt and never recovered again. He really did not recover after that. He winds up six over par for the tournament, doesn't make the cut. And after having an unbelievable year where he won four tournaments, wins the Masters, Scheffler winds up crapping out when all is said and done. So didn't exactly work out for me in this time on the PGA. Uh, the other one, of course, is Tiger. Tiger does a tremendous job, makes the cut again after he made the cut at the Masters as well. Had a solid Friday, was three over par. Um uh, made a couple big birdies late on Friday to make the cut. The cut was plus four. He makes it by a shot as he goes in at plus three and then just had a miserable Saturday where uh, he winds up, I, I believe he was 12 over par for Saturday. And you could see that he was hurting. Very difficult walk in the course and winds up withdrawing, does not play on Sunday. It's the first time uh, Tiger ever withdrew from a major. So uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, it seems to me he's good. For a couple, he's good for the first 36 holes. It seemed we saw this at the Masters too. It seems Tiger can walk. He has no problem walking over 36 holes, and then it kind of gets to him once we get to you know the later rounds on Saturday and Sunday. We'll see what happens. We'll see if he plays on Father's Day weekend at Brookline in Boston, uh, outside of Boston in the U.S. Open. Uh, all all signs are he's going to play at St Andrews in the Open Championship in July. We'll see. Tiger makes the cut again, but then he cannot finish at the PGA. But it's good seeing him. And, you know, he's at least there playing, unlike, unlike Phil Mickelson, who, is, as we know, uh, does not show up. Probably still trying to figure out how to pay back that $40 million he lost. Who knows what's really what's going on these days with Phil. But but nevertheless, congratulations to Justin Thomas winning that playoff over Will Zalatoris at the PGA, his second major and second PGA championship. All right, let's get the... Let's get a couple more of my uh, sponsors in here. The great Blue Hill Golf Course. You know the deal with Blue Hill. Tremendous 27-hole course. Uh, the best pro shop this side of the PGA store and Golf Galaxy. They got everything you want there. As I mentioned, three great nines. My favorite golf course, you know, Lakeside, Pines, and Woodlands. I'll be playing there tomorrow. I got a 1230 tee time on Tuesday with my good buddy Tommy Keenan. And the great John Jastrzemski is going to play with us tomorrow as well. Uh, Terry, of course. And we'll be playing tomorrow at 12.30. Go see Big Mike. Go see AJ. Go see Chase. Like I said, they're going to have simulators coming in there so you can work on your game as well uh, inside. Uh, just a great golf course. Great venue. Love playing there. And as I said, I'll be out there tomorrow at 12.30. The great Blue Hill Golf Course uh, in uh, Pearl River, uh, New York. And uh, like I said, we'll be there uh, tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, I'll play well. I think I found something. I played yesterday at Broad Acres, which is kind of the uh, sister course to um, to Blue Hill. Played there yesterday, played nine. 
started to come back. My game seems to be coming back a little. was coming back a little on Saturday with my wife. Played yesterday with the great Duke of Earl, Willie Earls. And my game kind of came back. So hopefully uh, we're back to where we need to be. But we'll be playing there tomorrow. And then, of course, the guy who sets me up with all these great guests, <laughs> Tony Richardson will be on, courtesy of KZ Sports Marketing, my buddy Kenny Zor. Uh, you know the deal. If you're looking to secure your favorite athlete or celebrity for any event, could be a charity, a function, a corporate golf outing, an in-store autograph appearance, give my good friend Kenny Zor from KZ Sports Marketing a call. Call him directly on his cell, 516-996-7616, 516-996-7616. Simply visit kzsportsmarketing.com. Tell him Beningo sent you. Kenny, again, want to thank him for all the guests he's gotten me. Wesley Walker. Uh, Bruce Harper, we go right on down the line to the guys that he's gotten me so far, Eric McMillan, and of course, we'll have Tony Richardson today. KZSportsMarketing.com. Again, call Kenny, 516-996-7616. Okay, Joe Beningo with you here, the Yoda Payne Podcast. Don't forget, Tony Richardson, uh, he's coming up in a little while, about 10 o'clock or so, we'll be doing that. So you actually got two podcasts you can check out today. My little review of the weekend, all the Rangers stuff, all the Mets stuff, uh, the golf as well. So you can check that out, and then you can listen to my interview with the uh, longtime one. Really, Tony Richardson, one of the great fullbacks in uh, NFL history, a modern fullback. You know, not going back to the days of Jimmy Brown and Larry Zonka, Jim Taylor, when the fullbacks actually carried the ball. But Tony, the modern-day fullback, who was a blocker, pass catcher, out of the mold of Moose Johnston, Sam Gash, Lorenzo Neal, you know, Tony Richardson, right in with those kind of guys. So he's going to join us in a little while. Again, want to thank all my sponsors again for all the great work that they've done with me. Appreciate every one of them. Want to thank them so much. Again, let me run them down one more time. Beach Camera, Hackensack Brewing Company, KZ Sports Marketing, Anita Discount Tire, the Blue Hill Golf Course in Pearl Ribbon, of course, uh, uh, who did I mention? Oh, the, uh, the sidebar in Hackensack, New Jersey. Everybody, enjoy your week. Enjoy all the sports. Let's go, Rangers. We'll have Tony Richardson coming up in a little while. The regular Friday sports rant. All the love, everybody. <laughs>